This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture is investing more than $772 million in rural broadband, drinking water, and other infrastructure projects across the country. USDA says the investments will fund 216 projects in 45 states and two territories. All told, one million people would benefit. The majority of the funding includes $644.2 million through the Solid Waste Management Grants Program and Water and Waste Disposal Loan and Grant Program. There's also $76.6 million through the Rural Partners Network, $42 million through the ReConnect Program, and $9.7 million for broadband technical assistance. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack made the announcement in North Carolina today and said the broad reach of the investments was needed for several key rural development missions. From an economic development standpoint, if you don't have a good water treatment system, uh, if you don't have a disposal system, it's pretty tough to uh, introduce economic opportunity into your community. So we're investing in that. We're investing in uh, a wide variety of opportunities for expanded housing and uh, ways in which we can encourage and improve quality of life through community facilities. USDA also announced new funding is available through the ReConnect program. Vilsack says interested parties will have a chance to receive funds soon. Uh, those applications will start on March 22nd uh, and they'll be open until May 21st. So we exp- uh, this will be the fifth round of funding. We've already done $3.7 billion in USDA on 338 projects across the country, uh, impacting literally hundreds of thousands of people who live in rural remote areas, now connecting them to the Internet. Vilsack gave remarks shortly before a town hall-style event with North Carolina producers. He was joined at the event by White House Domestic Policy Advisor Neera Tandon who noted the plan for more similar convenings in the future. From today on, senior administration officials will visit rural communities across the country, highlighting the administration's work to invest in small towns, communities, and counties in rural America, again, in every corner of the country. Steve Davies has more in his coverage on agripulse.com. Also online today, Sarah Wyant is at the National Ethanol Conference in San Diego, where biofuel supporters are preparing for a pivotal year ahead. Jeff Cooper with the Renewable Fuels Association kicked off the event by pointing to the need for policy certainty for the industry, including the approach offered by some to tip the scales towards sales of more electric vehicles. Supporters of these heavy-handed mandates say they are necessary to decarbonize the transportation sector. And again, we strongly support the goal of reducing greenhouse gas emissions from our nation's cars and trucks. But there is a better way. Rather than mandating electric vehicles, policymakers should be embracing performance-based approaches, such as a clean fuel standard or the Next Generation Fuels Act, that offer a far more effective, flexible, and affordable path toward decarbonization. Cooper also said the industry needs to find ways to make biofuels even more environmentally friendly. Nearly three years ago now, The visionary leaders of the RFA, the producer members of this association, unanimously pledged to achieve net zero carbon emissions for ethanol by 2050 or sooner. And you are well on your way to achieving that goal, but the industry must remain ever vigilant, open to new innovations and creative ideas, and laser focused on securing the right policy and regulatory environment to facilitate our vision. 
There's a closer look at Cooper's speech and Vilsack's comments to RFA members in our coverage on agripulse.com. Finally today, students across the country are celebrating National FFA Week. Members of the organization celebrate through service projects, teacher breakfasts, and other ways to note the occasion. According to National FFA, membership currently stands at nearly 946,000 students in more than 9,100 chapters across all 50 states, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm Bill, Labor, Trade, and Taxes. Get deep insights from Farm Bureau economists on these priorities and more. Go to fb.org slash marketintel. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.